commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the broom fields of Lokud 7 to the jungles of Kashyyyk, I'm Grex Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your Star Wars newscast, the coverage and analysis of the latest stories from around the galaxy. Here is your news segment rundown for June 13th, 2019. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. Reading Rathtar. But first... Jedi Fallen Order was hands-on at E3, and a lengthy gameplay demo was revealed to all. Now, for your hosts, Ben, Grant, and Adam, to discuss. Nice. Thank you, Grex. Yeah. Um, so sweet. We finally got to see some gameplay on um, the what could very well be the second game to come out under EA. Um, what'd you guys think? It was impressive. I, I, was, I was impressed and shocked that they showed, what, 13 minutes of, of the actual gameplay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. You like mm-hmm. saw like the better part of a mission. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think I saw one video where it picked up with a, it was kind of a ground mission. And then, but there's an earlier video that they, I, I saw somewhere else on another site that showed the main character swimming towards an ATAT. And I heard that that was the hands on demo that you'd have to have been at E3 to play that yeah. portion of the, the demo. So um, there is a portion where he's swimming to an ATAT. He's, he Ooh. hijacks it, knocks out two ATAT. Uh, drivers and um that's when we meet uh saw guerrera <laughs> yeah swings yeah, on I mean, down that was, the, that was the biggest surprise right it starts yeah. where he's like talking to saw guerrera and uh so that's cool that's a that's a cameo that we didn't mention um yeah but and actually voiced by forrest whitaker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. actually you're, you're totally right I, yeah cool Complete and, surprise, but welcome surprise. Like I was excited to see Saw in this story. Yeah, absolutely. He's a very interesting character. He seems like he's a little more mobile than he was when we saw him um, in, you know, in Rogue One. Um, and I sort of like how he just sort of like, <laughs> like jets away on his like cable like <laughs> thing. It's sort of funny. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool to see him. And then um, and then we saw a lot of moving through the world. And um, yeah. I mean, pretty much it's pretty much on rails. It, it felt to me yeah. like a lot like um, Uncharted, you know, like that was that very much so. That, and you could see the sort of like, you know, where you could climb on um, and, and actually and, and remember Sands of Time. Remember that game? Yeah. I Prince do. of Persia. Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's sort of the running mechanics made me feel like that because like he sort of could run side to side and I, I think he could slow down time too. like one of That's his right. yes, know, he could. abilities. Yeah. He would, he could actually do that. And um, so, which I think would, you know, just that's what it would look like if you were moving that quickly as a Jedi or whatever. Um, but yeah, so uh, very advanced in that way, like not, you know, where the really like the best mechanics I've seen for that sort of thing, even more advanced than like God of war. Like I love that game. Um, and the fighting mechanics and like the combos are are exquisite yeah. in that. But as far as moving through the world, um, this was really cool. Yeah, I was happy to see that uh, that the game borrows a little bit from from Dark Souls. It kind of has that that thoughtful yeah. com that thoughtful combat that uh, we know Stig Asmundson, the game director, was talking about. Kind of yeah. marries that like that deliberate and precise combat of Dark Souls with the conventional like AAA action adventure experience in like Uncharted or God of War. Like it's such yeah. a cool combat system that i was a little worried when i saw how linear it was it looks like you're just kind of going through this this kind of jungle canyon pass and it's just yeah. it's just kind of straight and narrow and, and feels very linear 
But then when it got to the combat portion with, well, I think, a Purge Trooper, I was yeah. really, really uh, excited to see how deep that looks. And it, it looks incredible. Yeah. So. I had the exact same reaction. And I actually clapped once when I was watching <laughs> the, the, the fighting one. I think, I, and the Force Power Bill, like, slow things down is really creative because it's not just like um it's we've seen other video games where everything slows down he can actively slow certain things down and not other things and so there was yeah. one where he slowed down um the uh stormtrooper and the blaster uh, yeah, uh nice. bolts and then pulled the stormtrooper <laughs> yeah. towards him and basically yeah. put him in front of the blaster <laughs> bolt and that's yeah. when i clapped like that's yeah. amazing yeah. yeah that was really cool i'm gonna be doing that throughout the entirety of the game <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what I found interesting is that it seems like you're liberating the Wookiees on Kashyyyk, and um, you know Kiati Mundi would be smiling in his grave. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, aside from that, I mean, I think this was this was a storyline originally given to Han Solo when uh, George was writing Han into the prequel films, and he decided to then take out all that material and get rid of the the Han portion of Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Uh, yes. But it seems like they're kind of giving that whole story arc to. Cal, uh, nice. Kestis in this game, which is which yeah. is super interesting, um, and, and great to know because it's it's kind of it's it's a story that I've always loved. I've always loved when you know the idea of Han going to Kashyyyk to you know help people to begin with, and then becoming a scoundrel later in life. It's kind of interesting arc, but uh, but I'm excited to see see this all happen in action in this game. So pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty great, uh, man. I mean, yeah. Other than that, just can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, yeah. There's a- but, there's a few, uh, but it's there's a few details. There's a few details that are being shared around. Um, apparently, if you pre-order the game, you get the an orange kyber crystal, so you can you can get, make your blade orange. Oh, yeah. pretty cool. Take my money. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and throughout the game, you'll be uh, it was confirmed by uh, I guess maybe a community community manager, or game director, or something like that on Twitter. Uh, they said that uh, you will be able to change your lights every color by collecting items in the game world. So. Hmm. That just tells me you will be finding kyber crystals in whatever cave on certain planets. So that's kind of cool. Um, uh, Cal will meditate to learn his skills. He'll just, I guess, Ooh. go to the side and meditate to learn skills. And uh, that, that has a lot of people asking the question, is there a dark side path to this game? Because if it's so you know, heavy set on you meditating and being this, this out and out Jedi, will there be, will you turn, will there be a, a, a path or a, a kind of, a story node for you to go to the dark side and not meditate and maybe pace around maybe be angry but it doesn't seem like that it seems like you're just going to be a jedi in this game through and through which is yeah. interesting it's odd i feel like so many games now just have a built-in morality mechanic like red dead and all the other yeah. ones that it seems odd that you don't do that and then pretty much every other star wars video game in the past where you play as a jedi has that light side dark side path so right. we'll see well, with, with such tight-knit control of the canon it might yeah. be impossible to make that sort of a game that's a good point uh in, right. in, the, in the larger galaxy in terms of be two uh, realities there yeah exactly. unless it came to the same end you know and then it was sort of um no matter which side you took it, it ended the same way then it's mm-hmm. you know um then it could that could work but uh interesting yeah that's that's cool i like the way they meditate so it's probably like you're within your mind and like that's where you do the like practice fighting and all this stuff to yeah i imagine the skill menu pops up you meditate yeah yeah do all that that's cool man yeah the the lightsaber is very cool it looks like it's it's like it's a key too or like a um a cypher Um, because you see there's like a square gap in there and Mm. like see in one of the uh uh 
the early images. There's Star Wars runes, which I'm really excited about, and I'm sure a lot of people are who want tattoos want to know more about those runes. <laughs> um, but they look like Norse runes, but they're like you know a little more rounded. And um, yeah. so I'm interested to see the the mythology side and um and learn more about this lightsaber because they're being kind of cryptic about it and they're like oh yeah no the the lightsaber is going to change and like that sounds cool yeah yeah super yeah. interesting uh cool and then yeah we saw the purge trooper in action uh look pretty tough they're kind of a mini boss so yeah, yeah looks pretty fun and then we also saw the the final shot of the demo i think reveals the imperial security droids coming at coming at you so that'll be oh yeah that's right i forgot like to fight yeah. those guys yeah totally k2so was yeah. formidable i would not want to be on his wrong side um yeah that'll be fun that'll be yeah. cool man cool and i'll just mention there's a tie-in comic they're uh doing a yeah. jedi fallen order dark temple tie-in comic that will focus Ooh. on cal's master uh siri or sarah but i'm um, not too sure the pronunciation of her name but um yeah so that'll be cool yeah, I don't, I don't have a date on that. I don't have a date on that, but I know it's coming. There is no. I was looking at the saying. I was trying to figure out. They haven't announced when. I mean, they announced that's coming out a couple days ago. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. probably. Oh, uh, September is the date I was able to find. So sometime in <laughs> September, it looks like it's coming out. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Always love that synergy, man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, re- reading um, Inferno Squadron was really cool and um, elucidated uh, reading or, you know, playing the game and um so yeah i I love the i love the tie-in books and and other materials so that should be cool cool um you know we had talked a little bit off air about sort of like what i don't know what do you what do you want out of are are you disappointed any of you guys disappointed either of you uh i am slightly only because i'm spoiled on you know rockstar games and and the like you know there's 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 just these games with vast open worlds and it's just there's so much player agency and player choice that uh uh, it, it's it's kind of tough to play a Star Wars game where you hit, it's kind of a very narrow uh, kind of fixed narrative arc where it, where I've played you know Galaxies, The Old Republic, you know like Jedi Academy. Like I've played so many yeah. games where you have a, and Knights of the Republic. How could I forget that? There's so many games where you play and the, and the the duality of light and dark is such an important premise in those games that it's 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 interesting to go to to, to play a new Star Wars game where it seems like you're just going to be a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So go for for it, it, Adam, please. Well, I was going to just say to answer your question, um, it's been about 15 years since a Star Wars video game came out that I'm interested in playing, um, which is Republic Commando in 2005. So I'm fine. I'm happy. Like, right. like, like to me, it's just been so long. Right, beggars like, can't be choosers. I'm, right? I'm great. Like, I'm good. Yeah, like, yeah. but I know what you mean. Like, there, there's definitely things I would want out of it. You know, really, just the same as Grant. I just would love an open world Star Wars video game. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but I'll take this, and I'll, I'll be happy. Yeah, same. I mean, like, I, yeah, take my money. Like I said, I mean, I'm gonna pre-order this, and because I want something other than Battlefront Two to play. Um, to get in the world and I can't wait like I, I don't want a second to go by where I could be playing this game and I'm not but um, it just seems like when you ha- when you're Disney when you're Lucasfilm when you're EA mm-hmm. you have all the resources available that exist in the world why not make a cutting edge you know top of the line game that's in line with Rockstar Games Red Dead Redemption 2 you know yeah. God of War um you know borderlands like why you know assassin's creed like you know with yeah. ubisoft like give us an open world star wars game 
I mean, I mean, I know you can't go through the whole galaxy, but why couldn't like how cool would it be if you were like maybe this like it's like a smuggler's game or a bounty hunter's game. And it just like you just keep getting DLC and DLC and DLC and like the, the galaxy just gets bigger and bigger. And yeah. bigger. Um, you know, that's, Man, that's the kind of thing yeah. I'd love to see. Yeah, I would, I would take, you know, I would take an open world game with maybe just one plan, one or two planets. Uh, sure. It's just just, you know, superbly developed to the point where it has lots of open world systems and mini games. And there's, yeah. there's, there's lots of mechanics that you can, can learn. And, and there's a high skill bar for the player to challenge them. And I, I would love, you know, a giant, vast open world space, even if it's limited to just one planet, you know, like 1313. Yeah. If that was the Boba story just in the, the underground of Coruscant, like I might prefer that over a linear game where I'm, I'm planet hopping, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be a fantastic game. I'm, all, but I'm, I'm just you know musing right now, and it's like, yeah. what if we were, we could be an entire set of characters and planets that have nothing to do with anything in the entire galaxy. Like I, I know they think like they need to do callbacks to the other stories, but if mm. you know canon is a problem, you could put twenty planets, twenty systems in this thing with a hundred characters, and they could not overlap. But it's, it's a galaxy, so mathematically, it's still in you know fractional. And yeah. uh, I would still love to do that just to play within the same mechanics. It's like, all right, there are Jedi, there are scoundrels, there, you know, there is hyperdrives, there are lightsabers, there are blasters, um, you know, like play by all the same rules, but just like, oh, but this is this weird space station that's like two asteroids fused together. And then there's yeah. this planet that's, you know, yeah. made completely of plastic or like, you know, like whatever. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I would play that game too, you know, just to mm-hmm. sort of exist in the galaxy and um do you know do cool things and have yeah, the, fun missions. the ultimate game for me would be a game that it doesn't just focus on you know your choice of being light or dark but also focuses on like mentorship i've always felt like mentorship is a big part of star wars yeah, it'd be like interesting it. yeah it'd be interesting if you you at the beginning of the game you could choose if you're like gifted with the force you're like sensitive to the force or you know all these different methods upon your connection to the force and it could govern whether you have luck as a smuggler or you have the actual force and you're sensitive to the force like a jedi or you're yeah you know you use the force as a dark sider or whatever but um and then after that after you choose the jedi path you get a jedi mentor a master mm. who eventually dies like a sith lord kills him and he talks to you as a force ghost after that experience and it's an open world game it's all this kind of stuff you you choose a sith character you have to eventually kill your master and take his place you you play as a smuggler or or bounty hunter maybe someone turns on you or your ma- your mentor betrays you you know what i mean like like that's the yeah. kind of game that i want and there's lots of choice in that kind of rpg realm yeah and i mean yeah to sort of cozy up to that i mean i love shooter looters you know but you can do yeah. that in the, the structure you just said it's like mm. the oh, loot instead of just like sexy guns or blasters it's like it can be holocrons it could be new abilities it you know like mm. it, it could be aesthetic it you yeah. know yeah it could be these new lessons like that you take back to your master and that he teaches you and you know you really customize and evolve as your own character yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Ben, you've always talked about Borderlands, and that's yeah. and that's I love that game. And we've yeah. talked about it, I'm not a big shooter, but it just it layers in these elements of looting and RPG elements to it that I've just I like that quite a bit. And you could do something as you've mentioned similar to that in the Star Wars realm. Yeah, where it just it it evolves so pleasingly, where it's yeah. like, oh man, now I can do this thing, and it it actually does pay off for you. It does, and then yeah. you know, after a certain tier, it sort of resets and gets more difficult again. But um, 
but yeah, they, they've really mastered that where it's like you get the gratification of these new abilities because it makes you enjoy the game more. Um, and then they just, you know, at the right time, they sort of crank up the difficulty a little bit um, and, and give you a new thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's that would be my dream. Yeah. We're just making a wish list here. Yeah, I mean, Fallout, you could you could layer it on top of Fallout 2 would be a fun yep. one to layer it onto, right? Like similar open world, one world, a world that's that's. Yeah, very archaic kind of fallen and you're just kind of a, a wanderer and decide whether or not to be helping out the town's folks or not. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I, pretty much, I think what we've determined is you can take any game yes. <laughs> that's out there and, and make it into a Star Wars game. Right, yeah. Which, so yeah. why aren't they doing that? Right. The question. There's no one that would be like, you guys are cheating. They'd just be like, here's my money, let me play that game. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like, it, like even if they're like, this is Fallout by the makers of Fallout, but it's Star Wars on this other planet. People would be like, super, you know, yep. they'd be so stoked. I I played Fallout. I don't like it. I would buy that game anyways yep. and, and play the heck of it. I never wanted to play a first-person shooter multiplayer in my life, and I've got thousands of hours under my belt now. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. But um, cool. Well, good brainstorm session. This is one of the few times where I hope people are listening to us and propagating these. <laughs> yeah, please uh, steal our ideas. Yeah, please steal our ideas. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I do think saber combat is paramount, and uh, a, a video game just came out called Mordhau, where it's this kind of it's like chivalry. It's like this medieval kind of combat game with swords, but it's it, the combat is very deep. You can block, you know, a high block, a low block, a right block, a left block, and um, uh, you can parry, you can feint, you can fake, you can fake a hit at someone. There's like yeah. so such a deep mm. kind of so many mechanics to that sword play that it's like I would love to see that in the world of Star Wars. Like that would be incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, lightsaber combat is core to, you know, if you're going to have Jedi, you have to get it right. I'm I'm pretty bullish on um, what they've done with uh, Fallen Order. It looks amazing. Um, yeah. They've talked a lot about how that was what real a real focus. They wanted it to you to feel the combat. So maybe they've sort of crossed the threshold here and we'll have something they can sort of use as a gold standard because the lightsaber combat in Battlefront 2 is pathetic, insulting. It's terrible. It's yeah. just awful. It's a, so, yeah, it's a little. It's like performance art almost. It looks kind of odd. Yeah, and it keeps getting weirder. Like they keep tweaking it, and it's like sometimes just, it feels right, and so a lot of times it feels bad. And it's uh, anyway. It's just not sorry. precise. It's like not precise. It's kind of this broad kind of uh, kinetic yeah. dance move. It's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, your hit the hitbox is like another like six yeah. feet beyond your lightsaber. There's like <laughs> blocking, and then there's like force powers, but some force powers trump. It's just I don't know. It's not satisfying. It's no. Um, yeah, that was a big this game is beautiful. Yeah, it's it beautiful, beautiful to look at, yeah. and I love watching Ben play it, and I've watched videos <laughs> and I enjoy it. But I, for that reason, I remember the first time playing that that kind of the first person, and I, I became Luke or someone, and I was swinging a lightsaber. I'm like, this is not at yeah. all what this should be i'm i'm out i'll just go get my starship starfighter and do that for a bit yeah because that at least felt right yeah mm -hmm. i mean sometimes it's beautiful dooku's moves are awesome anyway, yeah. yeah we've talked a lot about battlefront 2 whatever no matter how much i trash on it i still play it so okay, yeah, yeah here we are <laughs> that's uh, why you have a right to you 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 put in more hours than pretty much yeah. <laughs> fell on my lightsaber so you all didn't have to um all right cool um so that's that. And this is the segment where we talk about the comics that came out this week. Um, we have a we had kind of another light week. We only had one comic come out, and that was the end of the uh, Vader Dark Visions run. 
uh, brought to you by Hopeless, Borges, uh, Menzi, Karamanga, and Smallwood. Um, this is part five of five. Um, you can run dot, dot, dot. One thing I'll mention is, as we've kind of talked about in the past, much as, as much as it's part five of five, it's not really a linear story. Each of these are completely standalone. There's no overarching um, storyline or, or anything coming through. But uh, this uh, issue takes place on Lukund 7, where Vader and some stormtroopers are chasing down a band of rebels who have stolen quite a bit of Imperial uh, intelligence. Um, they meet up at a bar. Uh, Vader kills pretty much everyone. Uh, <laughs> one member of Black Squadron. We're going to talk about Black Squadron in a minute. Uh, who goes running out into the woods, um, stumbles, hits some plants, and gets high AF. Um, and basically just starts hallucinating. Uh, and Vader chases him down. And we are treated to about 10 pages of hallucinations. Yep. <laughs> is that, is that, um Dot, 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 the end. That's pretty much my summary of this issue. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that accurate? Am I missing any? That's super accurate. That, was, that wasn't even just a summary. That was the issue. Like, I guess that's summary. true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just Yeah. I mean, like, my summary was going to be like, Vader scared a guy. He tripped. <laughs> the end. <laughs> he tripped in every sense of the word. Yeah. Uh, into but I do imagine the planet is said like, Lokud. Because <laughs> it's <Yes>. Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, super cool planet. Apparently, it's just like it's basically the Australia of of the galaxy, yeah. right? Everything, Everything there can is kill, you. kill you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it was beautiful. It's yeah, things. I thought we would have seen like this in Solo, where Han like trips and falls into spice or something. That would have yeah, honestly. I honestly thought that was going to happen, but I'm happy to see it here. It's incredible. I love all the imagery. Sports. Yeah, the hallucination stuff's amazing. Like, Grant, you had pointed out one scene in particular with Vader and his lightsaber that I think is just awesome. Yeah, he's just conjured a dragon out of his lightsaber beam. Like, it's in, it's incredible. Definitely uh, a poster right there. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that about this series. As much as it's sometimes lacking in terms of its its plotting and storyline, the, the, the artwork has been has been amazing throughout. Um, oh, so something that kind of um, seemed like a missed opportunity, perhaps, to me, uh, it was about halfway through, we see Vader trip on the same vines. Oh, uh, and it makes sense. He's wearing a suit, so he doesn't really get, you know, whatever. But then I, I was really hoping after that, I'm like, oh, we're going to get treated to <laughs> Vader hallucinating Oh, now, that would and what be scares awesome. Vader, and I thought that would have just been really, really cool. That's what I thought this whole series was going to be. I thought it was yeah. going to be going into Vader's mind and just seeing all these crazy vision quests in different kind of on um, different planets and uh, yeah. different realities or whatever. I thought the final one was going to be him getting the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> I'll, I'd, I'd read that crossover. Um, <laughs> So a couple of, of random thoughts or questions from this. One, um, so they refer to themselves as part of Black Squadron, um, which I did not realize was around during the Civil War. I thought that was kind of a newer, just in the Resistance era. Yeah, I did too. I thought that was like Poe Dameron's baby. Yeah. And, you know, he painted his X-Wing uh, black and that's that. But uh, I guess not. Yeah, I was just interested in that. Uh, and then... At some point, uh, the person Vader's uh, chasing ends up in kind of an abandoned hunter's cabin, it looks like. 
yeah. Treated to looks like a is it a is it a wampa head? Yeah. Was it a wampa or was it wampas? Was it a wampa or was it um that thing from the prequels that was with the acolyte like the? Well, that's what I couldn't figure out because it has these weird horns going out of its mouth, but it's definitely well, got shaggy white hair. That's definitely a wampa then. That's yeah, a wampa, right? And then a rancor on the right. There's a rancor head on the right. And then there's this uh, weird oh, thing. I'm going to grab the book. All right, go, go grab, grab the book. book, yeah. Go run, Grant. Um, and then what we have is, I don't know if you saw the thing in the middle. It looks like a Skeksis from um, from the Dark Crystal yeah. with yes. a third eye. With like a weird third eye coming out of its forehead. Yeah. It's fascinating. That's no weird. The Rancor's head is the same size as the Wampa head. I had the same thought. It seemed odd. Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's like a juvenile uh, what Rancor because when we see him hallucinating that they're coming after him, yeah. the Rancor is the same size as the Wampa, and so I'm guessing maybe it's just a a little you know baby Rancor, which just seems hey, awful. Yeah, why would you kill an adorable baby Rancor? Yeah. Um, what a yeah, Grant, you get you get the sixty thousand uh, dollar pyramid prize if you can find the uh, creature with the eyeball in the center of his forehead. I do yeah. not think it's in the Alien Archive. I think it's original to this comic. I, I yeah. bet it is too. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It's awesome. Um. Yeah, Yep, just on low code seven, guys. I don't see it in here. All right. Fair enough. Uh, there is his, um dead, his dead friends come out of the uh the Yeah. Darkness. Oh man. Got some zombie action in a Star Wars comic. That's good. It's always good. Uh, there yeah. is also uh do you just want to point out the blasters here he is using though? Is the SE fourteen C, um, which is uh, a great blaster that's used usually by commanders in the uh, empire in the classic era, yeah. but um, they're pretty they're pretty bad a and uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Do you um, have to dual wield those? Does that how they train you? You're like you no. Have to in fact, those. it was it's it's very uh, different to have two of them. One of them like has like a five shot burst. Um, which, as you can imagine, can do some damage. So two of those things would just be like a bullet train, bullet mm -hmm. hose. Um, but yeah. apparently not. Uh, I, I think he couldn't aim because he was, you know, seeing triple of everything in quite eyes. Yeah. And uh, but uh, I think probably Vader could have taken care of that. Yeah. And, it makes sense, though. You're right that they're Imperial blasters because it looks like he gets them out of the suitcase that was stolen from the Imperials where oh, the okay. plants were in. Cool. So that makes yeah. sense. Also, also just some random thermal detonator stuff in there too. Right, right. As you, you do, know. you just put grenades in your suitcase. You never know what you're going to run into. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm going to go back and start playing Battlefront One. <laughs> at least it's at least I don't have to deal with cross era heroes anymore. I'm looking at all the blasters from that game and I was like, yeah. hey, it's awesome. Yeah. If you play Battlefront one, I'll play Republic Commando. Okay. I'll play I never played Republic Commando. It's, if they make uh, it for um, PS4, I'll I'll hop on that. I'll check that I out. I think the plan, I think they are. I think they're gonna release all of those uh yeah. in, in a collection, which will be fun. Remastered cool. Republic Commando? Oh my goodness. Yeah. That would drive me crazy. That'd be oh. great. I've got a bunch uh, of older games, but like Bounty Hunter and all that stuff. But 
Yeah, I have all my I have all of them on my uh, computer. They did like a release for those, and I just don't play a lot of stuff on my computer. I need it on my PS4 if I'm gonna do it. Yeah, there's not enough to sort of get me engaged in it. I can't get past the the like sad, um, sad graphics. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but all right, all right. Cool. Anything else? All right. Well, and uh, looking ahead to next week, we're gonna have quite the we're gonna we're gonna go from having just a one to three. We're gonna talk about three next week. We're gonna talk about Star Wars sixty seven, which is the end of. Gillian's run on the series. Ooh, yeah. uh, Dr. Afro 33. I feel like we haven't had a Dr. Afro comic in a while. I don't know what's going yeah, on. And it's it's getting good. It's her origin and, and yeah. the story with her mother. It's really good stuff. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, and then uh, Star Wars TIE Fighter number three of five, um, which kind of leads us into our next segment nicely. Take a look. It's yeah, here we go. Reading Rathtar, baby. Um, nice. We we got a new book out this week, um, which I'm very excited about. It, it's uh, Alphabet Squadron. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. You know, it's me, super prepped, just talking about it. Uh, it was great. I loved actually seeing the uh, in in the. I've only we've only gotten through the first couple of pages. It just came out yesterday, yeah. so I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but just say first impressions. Um, what do you, what did you guys think? Have a, did you both get a chance to read it? Yeah, I'm like uh, I'm I'm ten percent in, but I only remember eight percent of it because I was reading it in bed. <laughs> so so we'll see. I might need to go back to listen to the audiobook, but I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it so so uh, so far just because. Um, it, 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 maybe because it's just a lot of description of uh, fighters and it's talking about all those things, but it just reminds me of the old Rogue Squadron books, and I'm really yeah. enjoying that so far. Yeah, it's super technical. Yeah, and it's super. It's like even visceral, and yeah, talking a lot about there's a lot of um, physics, yeah, and actual science in this, which um, which I like so far. Wait, so uh, how far into the book are you guys? I don't, I don't know, three or four chapters? Uh, I think I'm done with the first two chapters. Okay. How yeah. far are you into it, Grant? I'm not. I'm just starting. Okay. So That's I'm okay. Just, okay. No, yeah. I'm just... I'm the, way you asked that, the way you asked that, I thought like suddenly it was going to turn into like a costume drama or something. Yeah. And there'd be no technical discussion. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no. you, you sound like no. you're sort of surprised. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I haven't even picked up my copy yet. I've just been so busy and it's like... You yeah. guys are do it now. I'm like, and you're making it sound so good. Like, I need to read this now. And it's Alexander Freed. He wrote the old old Republic, some of the old Republic comics that I read. That oh, are cool. Good. Yeah. Um, he's really an awesome writer. So I can't wait to get into it. But uh, what do you guys think? Back to you guys, sir. Oh, well, it's cool. I mean, the, the just the time period is right after um, the Battle of Jakku and the true yeah. fall of the Empire, and um, so yeah, you actually see like a POW camp, like post, yeah, um, yeah post that uh, the, the Battle of Jakku and like sort of how everything's coming together. So really, like I just expected another like Cobalt Squadron, which was like essentially a little you know soap opera between yeah. five people inside a you know bomber. But um, no, this is like there. There's a lot of backstory about you know how the you know, how the empire dissolved, how it like came to pass. And um, there's some really interesting facts in there. We're, we're getting like, like bloodlines level yes. sort of 
uh, that's description. exactly why I love it. <laughs> you just hit the nail on the head. That's what's going on. And I just love it. It talks a bit about, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about this next week when we get through it. They talk uh, a bit about kind of like, like different, um, like, I was looking for waves of defection. Waves. Thank you. Exactly. Waves of defection. And I found that really oh. real and fascinating and interesting. Like, I just kept thinking of Nazi Germany, right? Like, I just kept yeah. thinking of like, like the Nazis and, and the defectors and who were trusted by Americans, by the American and the Allies, and who and who weren't because of that. It was just really yeah. interesting. I kept thinking about all the rats in the Republican Party and how we're going to watch them jump off the ship in a couple years. Maybe I'm just being hopeful. <laughs> Maybe Oops. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, or not. Um, uh, we're, we'll, you know, get the other yeah. side of the coin. So, so like the opening, I, yeah, and the opening dogfight was was really well written um where we kind of introduced to the main character i'm assuming the yurka is it yurka quell i think is her name yeah eureka yeah, yep. quell eureka i'm not calling it eureka it's yurka yurka <laughs> erica <laughs> yeah. i thought it was erica, erica. Ah, yeah. i like erica That's, that seems like the star wars way to spell erica, erica. It's, yeah it's not just yeah. eureka like i don't know Yurka. I'm down with Eureka. If you want to call her Eureka, I'm I'm Eureka. Erica is fine. Yurka, well, yeah. yeah, but if we call her Eureka, we have to call the other guy Wile. Oh well, now I don't know what to do. <laughs> w Y L, like it's probably Will, but I'm going to call him Wile. Nice. I like. That. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. I'm really looking forward to diving into this in the next week, and and I'm debating. I was talking a bit off air. I, I I'm gonna try to keep reading. I did end up buying the audiobook, but I'm also looking forward to hearing, like the sound of Tie Fighters and and A Wings and X Wings as all these scenes are being described to me. So I may have to just yeah. listen to it because it's gonna be really engaging. I think. Yeah. Yep, it's going to be great. I mean, yeah, we're starting to get real cool information about A-Wings and B-Wings, and um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, you kind of sense it's like they're, you know, we're, there's going to be a team put together, and we're getting like this really funky origin story. But um, yeah, it should be cool. Yeah, we do see um, Yurka Quell. We do see her in... <laughs> I know, I can't. The drone has like made it worthwhile. <laughs> Uh, we do see her in uh, Tie Fighter, that Tie Fighter comic number one. Oh, we do. Yeah, right cool. at the end, she she pops in. She actually ends up saving. Um, I'm just flipping through real quick. Synergy. Um, yeah, honestly, yeah. She ends up. We only see her. She only gets a page, but she ends up saving um, during that dogfight at the end of episode, or the issue one. She ends up saving uh, Zin Graw um, from his favorite Zin Graw. Yeah. Cool. That's all. Like she seems a little, little kind of burnt out already, and that's just in the in the in the middle of the Civil War. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So she's sort of new, and yet she was a second waiver. All yeah. Right. So who, well, uh, who flies what ship, guys? Don't know yet. Do you well, know Ben? I think that was in the three percent. I was asleep while I was reading. Well, she <laughs> she was a Tie pilot. Yeah. Um, and you and know, obviously, she, she was for the bad guys, and then. I don't know. She's not flying anything yet. Yeah. Uh, and but Wiles an A-wing pilot, and he's sort of our POV for um, for the resistance or the rebellion side, I guess. I don't know what you'd call them now, the New Republic side. Yeah, I think uh, Republic. as they're sort of cleaning out. And so we we do have a you know we do have an antagonist, which is 
uh, Quell's old squad, the Shadow Wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. the, the Shadow Squadron or Shadow Wing. Um, and uh, yeah, they're that's pretty interesting. And so yeah. they're they're sort of running roughshod just for the sake of destruction. Um, and still, and and you know, it's like one of these tiny fires that the rebellion's still trying to squash so they can move on. Yeah. Wow. So the descriptions yeah. are absolutely gorgeous. I'm I'm reading right now, and it's uh, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. This is this is really a like a this is the level of um you know book writing I was hoping for. You know. Me too. Yeah. They were so they were a little pithy in the beginning. There you know with some you know standouts, but this is like a really good book for like especially for what he, it is. He, he takes the time describing the ship and all its parts. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. His description of like hyperspace is amazing. Mm. It's really cool. Uh, Anywho, so besides besides Eureka Quell, is there are there any other characters you guys were introduced to? Yeah, ISO. Oh, wait, no, ITO. Oh right, the ITO droid. I, yeah, I don't know. It's the torch. It's a reprogrammed torture droid. From yes, the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. The one with yes. the syringe on it. Yeah, no only they're they're therapists now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's therapist ther- droids. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I enjoyed that. I got a little worried. I, that's kind of the pithy part where I was like, uh oh. And then and then once it got away from that a little bit, I could think back and enjoy that little diversion. But I was a yeah. little I was a little nervous at first. But it's it's really it's quite entertaining. It's like I that droid doesn't really trust anybody, and nobody trusts that droid. <laughs> But like the droid like does is programmed to have their best interests in mind and it's a therapy droid and it's like I'm just trying to help you. Why won't you let me help you? It's like stop pointing that syringe at me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 right. a good bit. It's a good bit. Yeah, yeah. And he's also like not just a therapist, he's like the right hand person for um this investigator who is a oh my goodness, I forgot that part. Have you met this guy yet? I don't know. Um the, there's an investigator who is a Borlean, and it's the that's the race. The guy is like, you want to buy some death sticks? Oh, <laughs> like really? Scumbagion, I think. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> From some uh, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's like Alex Sleaze Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Wait, are you saying he was Sleazagon from Bagano? Are you saying like I don't know what you're his saying. name is Sleaze Bagano? <laughs> no, I know that's his name. I thought you were, yeah. he was like a specific species. So I was like, no, oh, he yeah. is a specific species. It's called like Borleon or something. Okay. And um, and it, it's they have like they look like humans, but they have antenna yeah. that like sort of like come out, and then you can retract into your skull, and they you know sense like- vibrations and do some stuff. So they're like a near human, and that's what this investigator is. Nice. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so he's like a hard-boiled noirish. Yeah. Let me like see if I can stick smoking. Exactly. <laughs> and he's hanging out with this torture droid turned <laughs> therapist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. Okay. I'm sold. It does feel post-war right here with that kind of that energy in these characters. Oh, Balosar. That's the name of the species. Balosar. Okay. That's what it is. Thanks. Who's there? <laughs> I don't think I'd ever think to use that species in anything after seeing right. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. And the, the head things are called antenna palps. If you just wanted to, you know, right. barf your mouth a little oh, bit. Oh, wow. And apparently <laughs> there's been two others, Beely, Amdas, and Gregor Lojan. Yeah. Anyways. But everyone, everyone only knows Ellen Sleesbagano. Yep. Oh, Sleesbagano is one word. That's his, That's last, his name. last name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. 
on the top of their yes. head. Isn't Star Wars great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got that going for us, and that's that's going on. So I cannot recommend this book enough. Do it. I gotta read um, it. And you know, maybe we'll finish it by next week. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and uh, if we on these things, I don't. I don't do anything else but read the book for the next eight hours. Like yeah. get into one. Yeah. So. I have a feeling this weekend I'm going to punish that book and just punch it out probably. Um, and that would be cool. I think to talk about it next week. Um, yeah. But if not, I sort of feel bad or we jump ahead and we're like, well, now we're going to spoil the whole book for you. Um, yeah, but... You can always do it at the end when people jump off. But I think this is the I warning. Think... This is the warning. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah we'll do it at the end. So yeah, we'll do it at the end. People can listen or not. And I feel like people who are going to read it will have already read it. People who aren't won't care, yeah. but we'll see. Cool. Well, now everyone was party to that meeting. Um, uh, great meeting, yeah, everybody. Yeah. A little behind the scenes <laughs> for y'all. Can't wait to talk to you next week. We'll talk about this book, three comics, and uh, whatever the heck else happens um, in the week. Who knows? Yeah. Could be anything, really. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember... Force will be with you always. <laughs>